At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. It is a numbers game here on VSIN. Happy to be with you on a Tuesday morning. I'm Jeff Parlson for Gil Alexander, Wyatt Tomchak. Back again. We'll have a surprise from Wyatt later, later in the show. That sound good? So that's really the best good. way to do it. The best it, way to tease it, it me. Was, it was really hard to find the right bag for it. Okay. Bring in oh, well, now, now, now you really are confusing the folks out there. See, that's what you for what it do. could be. There, there you go. Uh, NFC North Day later in the program. Packers, Bears, Lions, Vikings. We'll go through all those previews as we go along through the show. But with us today, of course, uh, Drew Dinsick will join us momentarily. Dan Zimborski will get his thoughts on the home run derby that we saw last night. Juan Soto. Defeats Julio Rodriguez, even though Julio Rodriguez hit over 80 home runs last night in three rounds. And our guy Danny Burke will join us. Uh, of course, the host of Rush Hour, the Chicago City cast, and wherever else you find Danny in the city of Chicago uh, at 1130. But we have Drew Dinsick, of course, uh, NBC Sports Edge, of course, uh, that's uh, Bet the Edge, and of course, uh, as well, uh, the Deep Dive podcast with him and Andy Molitor as well. Drew, good morning. It's good to talk to you as always. Jeff, great to be with you. Uh, I love uh, love the uh, uh, the introduction. As always, appreciate you guys having me on, and uh, excited to uh, talk a little sports today. So, so Drew, I- I'll just ask you because I know you're not you're not a you're not a baseball guy per se. But did you <laughs> did you dabble did you dabble at all last night in the home run derby? 
Yeah, but just for fun stakes with our friends. Uh, it's a it is uh, such a dead time of the sports betting season, and I don't ever have an edge to grind on the home run derby. Uh, usually, I, I say usually. There there were a couple years where the sports books made mistakes, and it was uh, you know there were clear actionable plus TV things you could capitalize on, but uh, it hasn't been that way for the last couple of years. Um, and so we just basically do a, you know, a random draw to figure out what order we're all going to pick in, you know, and draft a draft a runner. Uh, and then you just have like a big free winner take all uh, pot. Um, I ended up with um, Jose Ramirez, who was miserable. So I didn't watch much of it. <laughs> You you ended up with the second worst person basically last night. It was awful. Schwarber oh, ended up being the worst. Pick, yeah, yeah. I, you know, Schwarber was was absolutely <laughs> the worst. But uh, I had the seventh pick, and we were basically like anyone but Pujols. And then sure enough, Pujols ended up uh, you know Winning making it farther than our guys. So, now hey, look uh, that that was it was an interesting night last night. Uh, there were questions on if uh, Schwarber's home run count was actually counted correctly, which. We were watching it live on primetime action, myself, Kelly Bidlin, and Ben Wilson. I thought Schwarber hit 20, but regardless, that's not what was counted in that first round. And, of course, Julio Rodriguez, as I said in the open, 81 homers last night. Not enough to win the home run derby as Juan Soto, uh, third favorite on the board behind Alonzo and Schwarber, ended up winning. Drew, uh, you, you mentioned it. This is, the dead, this is the dead few weeks of the sports calendar before preseason football really gets going in about three weeks. What are you betting these days? <laughs> <laughs> so this time of year is actually one of my favorite times at the calendar, frankly, like when there's multiple sports that you're going, that are going on that I'm trying to handicap at the same time, like NFL playoffs, Australian open, uh, or NBA, you know, NBA playoffs, French open like that can really, really grind you to, uh, you know, to a, a fine dust <laughs> this time of year where there's just some low stakes tennis going on to kind of keep me interested. Uh, and then a lot of preparation for the NFL season um, is actually one of my favorite times. And so for the most part, uh, I'm spending my days going team by team in the NFL, really looking hard at um, what happened in 2021. Let's do a full autopsy. Uh, starting with like what the vision was of that team. What were the moves they made in the offseason preceding? What, uh, you know, what were the specific aspects of their 2021 season that really got them to success or failure, depending on how, you know, you know, what, what's, uh, you know, stakes they set for themselves. Um, and then, you know, from there, then assess what happened in the offseason, changes to the front office, changes to the coaching staff, changes to the roster, draft choices, uh, and then look, you know, very carefully at, uh, you know, kind of what type of team are we dealing with now heading into 2022? Uh, is there a way to attack this team preseason or are we better off waiting for a spot in season to try to make a market entry on this team? Uh, and then similarly, if we're going to bet this team game by game, um, you know, is this a team that we're expecting to cover as, you know, meaningful dogs or is this like a, you know, a, a bona fide true blood, uh, you know, true blue lay the points with favorite or, uh, you know, you know, bet the over or under uh, in certain situations. So this is most of my process for the month of July is kind of going through this before we get to preseason football. Um, and uh, I have to say, it's probably my favorite, favorite time as a, just a, just a um, uh, pure handicapping standpoint, because I love the NFL and I've, I've had a decent good break enough of a break from it now to, uh, to really sink my teeth in. Drew, so so you, this is 
this process started, I, I would guess, last week, I would, right? Or you just starting for sure. today? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure, yeah. Right after Wimbledon's over. Uh, right into and, it. Uh, yeah, right into it, absolutely. Hey, yeah. Drew, Drew, if you're willing to share, wh- who have you already gone through? Which teams have you already done the uh, sure. the, the autopsy on in, uh, for the 2021 season? Sure. So I'm through two two teams. There are two um, two divisions at this point. Okay. Uh, NFC, NFC North is in the books. That was the first one, um, and that was a fun one. Uh, and then uh, AFC East is uh, is is the uh, second one. So uh, I've kind of uh, tried to pick it based on sort of you know going through the ones where we have the most certainty, at least in terms of roster composition, um, and uh, that's about that that's helped so far. So, so Drew, this is perfect because today's NFC North Day for the previews on the oh, show. So, what do you know? Let's just let's just dive right in then, and uh, let's just talk about the NFC North uh, because we're, we'll talk about Green Bay as a whole uh, at at seven thirty Pacific time. Why Tom check as a as a certain surprise for the listeners at home, uh, the resident Packer fan of the show today. But but Drew, for for me, we're gonna we know Aaron Rodgers is an all time great. We're going to learn pretty quickly how much Aaron Rodgers cares about winning still pretty early in the season with how different this wide receiving core looks like. And then defensively, I think this is the best defense Green Bay's had on paper going into a season in a very long time. Oh, all of that is fair. Absolutely fair. Um, at this stage in Aaron Rodgers' career, he is in rare air among all-time quarterbacks, and there is not really a debate to be had about that. Um, he was, you know, he. But I think it is completely fair to stand back and look at a guy with the talent that was all-time top five, uh, and wonder how is it possible that this guy has only ever won one Super Bowl? Heck, mm-hmm. he's only ever been to one Super Bowl. Like that doesn't check out like there's something there has to be something else going on um, for him to have had this you know the uh, this small of a, a resume of postseason success and I don't have the answers to this at all but I got to tell you the um, way that their season ended last year was it was just ab- as um, uh, you know as soft a performance as I can remember in a playoff setting and it was tough to really revisit, frankly. Um, it get you know that playoff loss to the Niners got a little bit washed over in sort of the in the moment because it was on that Saturday night time slot, which often gets forgotten about because the Sunday games are usually the good ones. And lo and behold, this year divisional weekend we had two all-time inc- you know incredible Sunday games capped off with maybe the best playoff game in the last you know mm-hmm. five ten years with the you know the Chiefs and the Bills. So everybody kind of just passed over what happened in 2021 with that loss to the San Francisco 49ers. But that, that was to me, at least somewhat instructive about what's going on with this team, uh, or at least not instructive as much as gave me huge amounts of pause as to the degree to which Rogers is committed to, you know, the franchise committed to his teammates and, you know, willing to be a leader in the moment because watching that game, there were some very clear one V one problems that the Packers were facing going up against a defense that was playing extremely aggressively, that was bringing wave after wave of pass rush. And that was really, really disrupting Rogers from, uh, from the standpoint of not allowing plays to develop. And rather than in the moment pivot to, uh, you know, the shorter stuff, the easier stuff, the, the more, um, you know, the, the, the stuff, the, 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 the stuff that you have on paper, 
to break up that type of, um, you know, a defensive success, they weren't really pushing those buttons and it was surprising. It was frustrating. Uh, and they ultimately just kind of can, you know, capitulated in a way that I thought was, um, you know, was it just extremely disappointing. And, you know, Matt LaFleur at the halftime of that game talking to Aaron Andrews comes out and he's like, Nope, everything's fine. This is going exactly <laughs> like we want. And I, I still have pause to this day that LaFleur understands what he's got in terms of a team and a roster, understands how to build a team going forward based on some of the decisions he's made in the offseason. Uh, and I think that this is a very uncomfortable marriage between LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers. And so if you're expecting now on the fly that after Rodgers gets paid this offseason, um, and after they kind of double down on adding elite talent to this defense, that you know, that everything is going to be fine in that locker room from an offensive standpoint. I've got enormous questions about that. And, you know, the, it's not all a hundred percent about the loss of Devonte Adams. Some of it is literally like, you know, Rogers seems to compete as much as he feels like competing at times. Um, and if he's for whatever reason, disinterested, then, you know, you're all of a sudden trying to win games 20 to 17 this year, if you're the Packers and can your defense hold the opponents to 17? Absolutely. I think there is almost, you know, very, there are very few teams you can point to and say higher likelihood that they finish in the top 10 at the end of the season from a defensive rating standpoint, the Packers are at the top of that list for me. Um, but that's not how you win football games really in 2022. Uh, and I think this, you know, that in general, considering you've had three years of 13 win football, uh, you're going to be you're going to have a lot of moments of frustration if you're the Packers this year. Oh, and and just going back to that playoff game, it gets forgotten basically is the fourth game of that weekend because of what happened with Cincy and Tennessee. Of course, the Rams nearly blowing the big lead. And then, of course, the Chiefs Bills epic, as we know. Drew, stick around. What more NFC North chatter with Drew Dinsick coming on the other side of the numbers game here on Decent. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, and that's BetMGM Sports. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options, along with in game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today. Stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in the state of Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state of the art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. So visit BetMGM for terms and conditions right now. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem. 4,700. Of course, this great program brought to you by BetMGM. I'm Jeff Parles in for Gil Alexander. Happy to be with you this week and next week. Wyatt Tomchek here as well. Drew Dinsick also with us, of course, uh, NBC Sports Edge. You can find him on the Deep Dive podcast as well. Drew, uh, I, I I really enjoy the the good fortune that we had. Did you have the NFC North done on NFC North Day here on the program? So this, it works out very nicely. Uh, I, one one last thing on Green Bay, Drew, and, and and quickly here on this: who ends up being Aaron Rodgers' top pass catcher? Who ends up Ooh. being that? Because eyeballing it from here, I don't trust Sammy Watkins to stay healthy. Alan Lazard as a complimentary piece is good, but not as a number one. I'm almost defaulting to their second, second round pick of Christian Watson. I think your leader for receptions and yards is entirely possible that it's Aaron Jones. Um, oh, wow. I think real. And I, but I think that actually I'm giving them a, you know, a benefit of the doubt that they ultimately get there. That's Mm -hmm. what they should do. (laughs) Like he's your most dynamic uh, kind of player in the passing game at this point, as you look at the talent on that roster. Um, But that's, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's easy to take a guy like Rogers and put him in the air of a a Manning and a a Brady guys Mm -hmm. who were able to take sub, you know, replacement level talent and make them into bonafide, um, you know, uh, stars at the NFL level, um, and assume that Rogers can do that as well. But we have not ever seen him pull perform that really. Uh, and you know, without, um, elite Devonte Adams, you can even look at 2018 before Devonte Adams really emerged as a, a superstar. And that offense was not great. 
Um, and honestly, I think if you look at 2018's offensive statistics and you say this is your baseline expectation for Green Bay this year, then I think you're on the right track. Drew, I want to go to Detroit next because they're a team that seemingly a lot of a lot of smart people are higher on than I would have expected for the Lions. Yeah, they had a lot of tight games mixed in there that they lost, obviously, to Tucker. Record-breaking field goal early in the year. They had a few others where they're competitive, close losses. The first Minnesota game comes to mind. But then you have the games like the Seattle game late in the season where they give up over 50 points. You have the Eagle game where that game was over before the first snap, essentially. The Bengals destroyed them. Six and a half feels about right in a division that may have the worst team in the NFC in Chicago. But I don't know how you bet with any confidence in over six and a half with Detroit or really, honestly, any offensive positive props to the positive end here. True. <laughs> it's not a crazy take at all. And it is a, I have kind of wrestled with exactly how to attack this team because I am one of the people that agrees that they are going to be um, a positive story for the season. I look at their schedule and I see a lot of opportunity, particularly mm -hmm. in the early part of the season. Uh, to really kind of shake things up and, uh, you know, maybe even race out to an NFC North lead. Now, can they secure the bag is a different question. And, you know, the schedule gets weird at the end where they have a lot of games in you know, outdoor conditions, cold temperatures, and you're asking Jared Goff and his tiny hands to go win you games uh, that are coin flips in, uh, in difficult circumstances. Uh, and that's scary. So I did not get involved in Lions to win the NFC North. I did not get involved in Lions to make the playoffs. I think you have to go for the higher upside um, ways to attack this team. Uh, and I think there are two ways to do that. And the first and most obvious, and the price has already, you know, sailed a little bit, but I still think that this player, you know, I think this, um, th I, I think Dan Campbell ought to be the leader in the coach of the year market. Mm. Uh, and the reason is straightforward. Lions ultimately have success with Jared Goff and this roster, a you know, young roster, uh, and they're playing hard for Dan Campbell, which they, proved clearly last year they were willing to do, um, then he is going to get the benefit of the, you know, of the people giving the Lions praise if they are surprisingly good. And I think realistically, if the Lions make the playoffs, uh, you know, if they win the NFC North, I think he is your solid favorite uh, to win coach of the year. And even if they just make the playoffs, it's going to take some other story that's grander uh, to pass him uh, as the guy that, you know, the, the journalists are going to want to give the credit for, because uh, frankly, people have doubted this team for a long time. Even the market right now at six and a half wins tells you this is not a playoff team, not even close. Um, and if they ultimately surprise and, and do play to that level, then I think, uh, you know, catching something in the 20 to one range is, is, a, is a more fun payout than uh, just betting them to win the, uh, you know, make the playoffs at, at a decent plus number. So um, that's a fun way to attack that. Uh, and then uh, I think realistically, the Lions have built through the last two drafts in the trenches. They have one of the best offensive lines in football from a talent standpoint, uh, and their defensive line has a lot of the characteristics of a team that is ready to really surprise defensively just by having game-breaking plays from uh, you know, a pass-rushing standpoint. There are still obviously clear holes in the secondary, um, but if you can keep your front seven healthy and have an aggressive pass rush, you can probably make up some of the difference there. Um, and in fact, you're going to be able to probably put away wins you know, put away games that you have a lead in the fourth quarter if your pass rush is really pinning their ears back and getting after it. And I think with uh, the Bears on your schedule twice, uh, the Vikings on your schedule twice, some offensive lines that we have huge questions about, 
um, you're going to have opportunities for a guy like Aiden Hutchinson to really uh, perform well statistically, uh, which I think opens the door wide open for him to be the defensive rookie of the year. So I bet into that at six to one, and I bet into Dan Campbell as coach of the year around 20 to one. And I think those are fun, higher payout upside ways to try to expect the Lions to surprise to the good. So, so right now at BetMGM, Dan Campbell, this was not the case even just 10 days ago. Dan Campbell's your co-favorite right now with Brian Dable yeah. to be the coach of the year at 12 to 1. So uh, a lot of people think of the same way uh, as you there, Drew. Now, I'm just thinking through the scenario that you, that you put out there. If Detroit makes the playoffs, forget the division, just makes the playoffs, it would probably take like the New York Giants overachieving yeah. and possibly making the playoffs or – even going as crazy as Jacksonville making the playoffs and Doug Peterson win, w- winning that award to not have Campbell win that award if Detroit somehow makes the playoffs. So I definitely, I see that angle for sure. If they overachieve, make the playoffs, I don't know how Dan Campbell doesn't win this award. Now yeah, the problem is obviously uh, making the playoffs. <laughs> the making the playoffs <laughs> is the problem. Uh, and I guess you're counting a little bit on the fact that Green Bay is going to regress. Uh, that's part of the, that's part of this as well. And I guess maybe, you know, you don't have to, I, and I, I, I will explain the fact that there are a lot of professionals, a lot of uh, smart minds that are probe Detroit. I think a lot of that can be explained by the fact that, you know, people all around the space are cold on the Packers. Mm-hmm. And if, you know, if so, basically, if not them, who becomes the question uh, and considering what you have from, you know, how some of the questions about the defensive side of the ball for the Vikings and considering everything outside of the quarterback position for the bears. Uh, it's easy to see why you end up kind of de- defaulting to looking hard at the lions. And you can't dispute the fact that ultimately this lions roster top to bottom is not a bottom five roster. The way that this team is lined uh, from a power number standpoint, from a win standpoint, like that, you know, the, if you are sure in your mind that, you know, that uh, golf, is not going to uh, be able to perform to, you know, league average level, then you're not buying the lines. But if you have league average grade on golf or better then the rest of that roster around him elevates this team to kind of knocking on the door of the playoffs. And I, th- I think by, from a number standpoint there, you brought up their schedule, Drew, and I'll, I'll just make this point uh, quickly before uh, later in the show, I'll, we'll go into the lines further. Those first five games, now they have a very early bye. They have a week six bye this year. All five of those games, the first five weeks, are winnable. Now, they'll be an underdog in Minnesota. They'll be an underdog in New England. They'll be an underdog week one against Philadelphia. But if you said, all right, Detroit is three and two or everything goes right, four and one into the bye, as crazy as it may seem on the surface, I could see that if they actually get the breaks in those games. Yeah. Over the balance of this season, there are 10 games where they are uh, at, you know, either favored or uh, dogs by less than a field goal. Uh, And I think that is, that is a a soft schedule. If you have, uh, you know, 10 coin flips there um, and then you can surprise in a couple of other areas, then you're talking about a 10 win team. Uh, And I think certainly the start of the season, really and truly that, that Detroit Philly game 
you know, game week mm-hmm. one is going to be awesome because there are, there's a faction of sharps that have planted their flag in Detroit. And there's a faction of sharps that have planted their flag in Philadelphia. And so there's going to be kind of some reckoning market adjustment overreaction to that game one way or the other, just based on how that outcome, uh, you know, is, is, uh, is viewed. Uh, and, but the Washington game, the Seattle game, even the Minnesota game, I think are all very winnable by Detroit. And all of a sudden, uh, they may be making, uh, uh, headlines for that Buffalo Thanksgiving game. Uh, that uh, you know, people are, are talking about them as a playoff team. Now we we're going to learn a lot of week one. That's for sure between the Eagles and the Lions. Drew Dinsick, everyone. Drew, pleasure as always. Thanks for being with us this morning. Hey, take care, guys. Best of luck. Absolutely. Uh, Green Bay Packers preview coming up next. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSN, the sports betting network. The VSN Summer Special is here. Please take advantage of it today. For just $19, you get everything we do here at VEASAN from now through the end of July. So sign up today. You'll get VEASAN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's MLB best bets on a daily basis, NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bet email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it, it costs just $19 American dollars. To be a subscriber through the end of July. That's July 31st. So sign up now, vcin.com slash summer. It is a numbers game here on vcin. Happy to be with you. I'm Jeff Parles. Wyatt Tomchek is here as well. Wyatt, did you bet the home run derby last night? you have anything? Um, I took a nap. Okay. I, that's it, it was, you fair. know, I'm not used to working. <laughs> you're the not, well, you're not, you're not used to the mornings. No, I, 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 under, know, I understand. I, I was, I was. I was up passing out at home. I was like, you know what? Let me get a two-hour nap. No, I can't can't really. Even though it's late in the day for a two-hour nap. But, oh, well. One, it is never late for a nap. Okay. Fine. We'll agree to disagree. <laughs> Juan Soto ends up beating Julio Rodriguez in the title uh, in, in the championship round. And the big one last night was Albert Pujols stunning Kyle Schwarber in round one uh, in, in extra time. Pujols was as high as a plus 360 underdog to beat Schwarber. <laughs> Just sometimes things get weird. That's all I could say. And again, it's all run derby. It's an event that is not specifically. Uh, it w- w- wasn't the best put together event last night for whatever reason. There's problems tracking the baseball. I'm fairly certain Schwarber actually tied pools, but they didn't count it as a tie. My, my so, roommate was telling me about that. Yeah, there was, cat, what was going on? I don't that? know. You know what? I think it's just look in this format. There's so many pitches being uh-huh. thrown. It just it's just hard to keep track sometimes, and again, well, that, this is something it, we it's something we bet on. Yeah, you got to get it right. But I, again, in the end, Juan Soto, no doubt, in the end, the no, winner. They scared my guy Ronald Acuna with the pyros. Like, yeah, yeah, they almost set him on fire by Jeez. accident before the event. Let's get to the Packers though. Uh, let, let's start with Green Bay. Of course, Green Bay, the one seed, the last two years in the NFC, just ending in disaster, to put it lightly. Losing in the NFC title game in a game against Tampa Bay in the 2020 season that they had no business losing. And then talk about no business losing. What they did last year, and Drew mentioned it at the top, and I'm not going to make our our resident Packer fan rehash this too much, but losing a game where the 49ers scored zero offensive touchdowns at home, 13-10, to can't happen. Can't happen the way it happened. An opening drive touchdown is like, all right, 
We're off to the races. Green Bay going to run them out of the building. Nope. Not what happened one bit. And now you look at Green Bay here this year. You're, they are the favorites in the NFC North, as you uh, as you see. Minus 165 on Green Bay to win the NFC North yet again. Vikings plus 260. We'll get to them later. Lions are plus 850. And then a 10-to-1 shot on the Bears. Do not bet the Bears. Don't do it. We'll, we'll talk about them next segment. That is a disastrous roster around Justin Fields. Disastrous for the Chicago Bears. Just giving your giving your rookie, the guy you had as a rookie last year, traded multiple first-round picks for, you didn't do enough this offseason to get this right. Looking at Green Bay's betting profile, though, win totals at 10.5, juice to the over, minus 145 on Green Bay to go over that 10.5, plus 120 on the under. These are all bad MGM numbers, of course. Make the playoffs, minus 450. No, the good old plus 333, minus 165, as I said earlier. To make uh, to to win the NFC North, plus five fifty to win the NFC, twelve to one to win the Super Bowl. Now the big concern with Green Bay, more than anything, and this is completely flipped of what it has been the last few years, and really most of the Aaron Rodgers era. There are significant question marks on offense, as we mentioned before. Right now, listed their number one wide receiver is probably Alan Lazard who has done his best work as a complimentary guy. He's not a number one. They go outside Sammy Watkins, who didn't play much last year, and when he was when he did play, he was ineffective in Baltimore. Randall Cobb is amazingly still there. <laughs> Somehow, someway, still there. Christian Watson, was they used the second-round pick on a North Dakota State wide receiver. He's going to have to have an impact if Green Bay's offense... They're not going to be what they were the last two years. It's just not going to happen. But if they're still a top 10 offense, they probably run away with this division yet again. And that defense that they have, this is the best defense on paper Green Bay has had in a significant amount of time. It's been a while. They use both of their early picks on defensive players. They take Quay Walker, who again, I'm not so certain he's going to end up even being a top three defender from Georgia in this draft, but there are a lot of good defenders from Georgia in this draft, obviously. But this defense actually has the potential to be a legit top 10 group. This could look very different by the end of the year where Green Bay's middling in the middle of the league offensively, but their defense is what carries them. Looking at Green Bay player totals here before we look at their schedule, because their schedule is pretty soft in the first seven weeks, other than two games. Aaron Rodgers' passing yards is 4,050 and a half. Rodgers, of course, coming up back-to-back MVP seasons. Last year, he threw for 4,115. Did not play or barely played in that week 18 game. Didn't play in Kansas City, of course. The Infamous immunized quote in the offseason. Of course, he was not vaccinated for COVID-19. 31 and a half passing touchdowns for Rodgers. Seven and a half interceptions. Now, 31 and a half touchdown passes. Rodgers, other than 2017, which was a year Rodgers missed the bulk of the year because of injury. 
He had 40 in 2016. He had 48 in 2020. He had 37 in 2021. But 2018 and 2019, of course, 2018 was the year that McCarthy got fired midseason. Probably, not probably, it was the worst season other than the rookie, the first year starting for Rodgers that Rodgers had as a starter. The Packers were bad that year in 2018. 2019, remember, kind of came out of left field that the Packers were as good as they were, win a playoff game, lose the NFC title game. Rodgers only threw 26 touchdown passes that year. He just didn't turn the ball over in that season. So that touchdown number at first seems low, but 31 and a half is probably about right. Now, the interception number is too low. Now, the only thing that could hurt you in that is Aaron Rodgers trying to force the issue a little more with having guys he doesn't fully trust. But remember last year, Aaron Rodgers threw two interceptions in week one. Through two interceptions the remainder of the season. So, by the way, uh, I, I like your hat, by the way, uh, Wyatt. It's a good hat. Look at that. Look Thank at you. that. He's got the cheese hat Thank on. You. you know, you, you made me wait like eight minutes before. I, it's been kind of hard to balance on the head, but you know, <laughs> you know, as a Green Bay Packer fan, I had, yeah. to, I had to represent. But Please go ahead. But, you know, the one number that really does interest me is the Rodgers interceptions. So, he, so he you, doesn't throw it picks. You, you want to go under because I, I want to go under as yeah. well because if you look at Aaron Rodgers – Interception numbers, Wyatt, 2010. Okay, Aaron Rodgers threw 11 interceptions in 2010, all right? That was his third full season. Since then, Aaron Rodgers has thrown more than seven and a half interceptions in the season twice. 2012, he threw eight. 2015, he threw eight. Now, that 2017 season, he threw six in limited action because that was the collarbone year. So that would have been an over if he had played a full season. But I think part of those numbers got a little skewed because of the injury. Green Bay's schedule real quick. They opened the season on the road at Minnesota. They're a two-and-a-half-point road favorite. That is the – in a week of completely unbettable games from a traditional sense, that's a teaser play on Minnesota, but not much else. They play the Bears on Sunday night week two, then at Tampa Bay week three. After that, they have a four-game stretch between the with three home games against New England, the Giants, and the Jets uh, mixed in there. The Giant game is is that the London game? The Giant game, correct, White? Yes, that is. Okay, that'll so, be the first time Green Bay. So has Green Bay, so, so that's the London game of Week Five. Technically a home game, but it is the Giants, not a overpowering team. At the Commanders. Then they get the Bills and then at the Lions. They're going to have a lot of opportunities in the middle of the season here after that week three game at Tampa to rack up a bunch of wins against lesser competition. Green Bay, to me, is still the class of this division until proven otherwise or until proven that Aaron Rodgers just doesn't care about winning anymore. Ten and a half is right. Wouldn't shock me if they win this division at ten and seven. Wouldn't shock me if they win this division at twelve and five. But that schedule, there's the cheesehead for you one more time. If you're watching us at VEASAN.com, they are not, they are still the class of the NFC North. Speaking of a team that is not the class of the division, we'll go to Chicago next on a numbers game.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. Step up to the plate for this all-star offer from BetMGM. Place a $25 wager on the MLB all-star game, and if your bet loses, you'll receive your stake back in free bets up to $25. So log into your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to get started. Then place a $25 wager on the MLB all-star game and you'll get your stake back in free bets up to $25 if your bet loses. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 or older to place a wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards offered as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. This promotional offer not available in Nevada, Mississippi, New York, or Washington, D.C. And that's all the time we have here on a numbers game today. No, got another hour, 15 minutes of us. I'm Jeff Marles, Wyatt Tom Jack here as well. Dan Zimborski's with us in 15, talking MLB second half with the creator of Zips himself. Looking forward to that. We haven't talked to Dan in a while on this show. But let's continue our NFC North previews. 
The final thought on Green Bay, I'll just say this before we shift over to Chicago. It all comes down to Aaron Rodgers' motivation level. If Aaron Rodgers wants to really go for that third straight MVP, Green Bay will be great in the regular season again. If not, they'll be good to average. Now, the problem is behind them in the NFC North, to me, there's no one that is realistically capable unless if Minnesota gets a shot in the arm from Kevin O'Connell and getting a McVay-like system in there replacing the Jurassic-era offense that they ran and Jurassic-era team that they had with Zimmer coaching the team in the last few years, they would be the most likely one. I can tell you it will not be this team that we will be talking about, and that is the Chicago Bears. The Chicago Bears, of course, traded multiple first-round picks, multiple draft picks on top of that for Justin Fields in the 2021 draft. And properly so. Going into that draft, I thought, all right, if you have the first overall pick, you kind of have to take Trevor Lawrence, like Jacksonville did. And I wanted my Jets to take Justin Fields at number two. We knew that wasn't going to happen. We knew they were rumored to Wilson. That's exactly what happened. And I think long-term, going out of that draft, it was like, all right, San Francisco, Lance, I don't mind the pick. The ceiling is very high for Lance, but the floor is very low for Lance. Justin Fields was the safer and probably better long-term pick, but regardless, we know we're not going to rehash that whole draft. But for the Chicago Bears, who have a win total of six and a half this year, a 10-to-1 price to win the NFC North, plus 350 on the yes, 40-to-1 to win the NFC Championship. By the way, that plus 350 is yes to make the playoffs, minus 450 on the no. 100-to-1 to win the Super Bowl. Chicago's... Wide receivers this year. And this is, remember, you have to take advantage of the rookie contract with these quarterbacks. It's either at this point, if you're going to win a title, you're either going with rookie uh, quarterback on rookie contract or Hall of Famer. That's essentially the split that we're looking at. Last year may have bucked the trend because Matthew Stafford, I don't think, is a Hall of Famer, even though he's the top 10 quarterback in the league right now. But you look at Chicago's wide receivers to put around Justin Fields in what should be a critical year, too. Darnell Mooney, your number one wide receiver. Yeah, I know he went over 1,000 last year. He's not a number one wide receiver. Byron Pringle, they signed from Kansas City. They drafted Vellis Jones. They traded for Nikhil Harry. Equinemius St. Brown is there. That's not the right St. Brown. Dante Pettis, Tajay Sharp. That is rough. That is very rough. Where you have, if, unless if Justin Fields is superhuman, oh, and by the way, their offensive line still stinks. You are looking at a very rough season in Chicago. A very rough season all the way through. And I don't know, even with a schedule, that after the first two weeks, there is a four-week stretch from week three to week six of it being pretty soft, all things considered. Chicago will be favored at home against Houston. That might be the time to use, if you're going to try to have some fun and Survivor, that might be the week you use Chicago. Might be your only chance. At the Giants, week four. Giants, I think, are, as we talked about yesterday, are better than Chicago on paper and going into this year. 
But that's if you if I told you the Bears went to the Meadowlands to beat the Giants, you wouldn't be shocked. Minnesota, I mean, the Vikings, again, the widest range of anyone in the NFC to me. And then the Commanders week six at home. So you have four games that are potentially winnable in that four-game stretch. Now, do I think they win all four of them? Absolutely not. I think they're more than likely to go one and three in those four games or two and two. But after that, they have another four-game stretch from week nine to week 12 where they have two home games against Detroit and Miami, both winnable, and on on the road against two teams that could very easily be near the bottom of the league again in Atlanta and the Jets. They, the schedule actually is conducive to putting together some streaks here. But the problem is, even with a weak schedule like that, and the eight games in two four-game stretches from week three to week six and week nine to week 12, if the team stinks, it doesn't matter. <laughs> and that's where I think we're at with the Chicago team. Their offensive line is still horrible. You have a guy coming over from Green Bay, Luke Getze, who never called plays. We don't know what he's going to be as a play caller. That's a very difficult spot. Now, could he end up being really good? Yes, of course he could. But that's a very difficult spot with a second-year quarterback who was mediocre last year, had some glimpses of brilliance, but was still mediocre as a whole last year, asking a guy who's never called plays with mediocre skill positions David Montgomery's still legitimately good at running back, but other than him, you have mediocre skill positions around the second-year quarterback in fields. So it's going to be very hard to ask much from Getze at this point. Also, we don't know what we're getting at head coach. First-time head coach Matt Eberflus. We don't know. It could be great. It could be terrible. We don't know. It's hard to handicap these first-year head coaches. You can only handicap the rosters. Defensively speaking for this Bears team, by the way, Robert Quinn's only 32 years old. I would have lost that. I would have lost that, man. If you made me bet what his age was, I would have guessed he was at 37. Would have got that wrong. But Robert Quinn still is an elite pass rusher. They, he still is. Roquan Smith is a good player still. Still like Eddie Jackson in that secondary. They're very young back there now with Gordon as well, with Brisker, two of their first picks. The first two picks, I should say, that they made in the draft. Remember, they didn't have a one. But this is a rough roster as a whole. And there's a reason that I would have them actually finishing last in this division, even behind Detroit. Unless if Justin Fields is so much better than he was in year one, this is going to be very rough for Chicago. Stage of elimination, just don't even bother betting it this year. Behind his 450 to miss the playoffs. Yeah, they're going to miss the playoffs. But that could be a very uncomfortable sweat if they do well in those two eight games, in those two four game stretches. So that's a little bit tough. Looking at the player individual props here, it is very hard to go over on anything here, other than maybe Montgomery nine hundred and a half rushing yards. This is one of those where Gill and Bill Krakenberg talked about this last week, gravitating to the unders, betting against human achievement in these might be the way to look for the Chicago team. I, I look, I, this roster is brutal. The only reason that they are not a dead, dead under at six and a half for me is those two four-game stretches where if they exceed expectations a little bit, they could end up with five wins right there. 
and you're just asking them to win two more games, and then you go over six and a half. But I have a hard time. Look, 18 and a half is a really low number on Justin Fields, passing touchdowns. With the roster around him, it's hard for me to even consider betting it over. 14 and a half interceptions is, by the way, that tied for the highest on the board in the NFL. Him, Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, and the other 14 and a half, and Davis Mills. Common thread there, second-year quarterbacks. Four of them at 14 and a half. I don't know. I don't know how you bet that. Maybe Fields has a year where he turns it over a ton, but there are a lot of fumbles. It's a hard one. Darnell Mooney, again, he went over 1,000 last year. Someone's got to make catches for Chicago. But again, this is just such a weak roster. And I feel potentially for Justin Fields. And look, Justin Fields could end up exceeding expectations, and it doesn't matter that this roster is not any good around him and he could be great. But this is a very hard sell for me that Justin Fields is going to really take the leap that I would be looking forward to in a normal circumstance in year two in Chicago. Dan Zaborski's coming up next. We're going to be talking Major League Baseball second half. Plenty to get to with Zimborski next. The numbers game here on VSIN. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.